previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. It's been uh, it's been something. I have a business and a podcast consulting company as well. So if there are any littles out there that are looking to launch their show off the ground and sound good and and have some ideas about the best way to start things, I am available. But well, I'm not here to pitch myself. Well, well hello. where have you been all our lives? I know, life? right? I mean, <laughs> we sound fancy on the WTFC podcast. That's just made up. Yeah. It's, it's like Channel 8. <laughs> I was very impressed by that. It's oh, okay. see, oh, really? well, that's why we did it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> it worked. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, hey Littles. Littles. Roxy. Chuck. We're going to open with this. It's going to stay anonymous, though. Okay. All right. This is what it says. I'm two minutes into Micah's interview I don't know if there's enough cold water in the world for the shower I'm going to need if I keep <laughs> listening to this voice. Oh, man. <laughs> now, that, of course, is referring to our great last Meet the Littles guest, Michael Weiner, yep. who came on the podcast. Yep. Yeah, great voice. Radio great guy. Great voice. Radio guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to keep that in That's anonymous. hilarious. I, I didn't get permission to use that, so <laughs> I'm going to like just let that be. We're going to move on. So let's see. First things first, we have some thank yous. Littles, there's so much going on in Littledom. Okay, in the little world that we have so many announcements, so many things. That's basically what this first part's going to be. We're going to first start with thank you, Roop Sharma. Yeah. Uh, Roxy's currently wearing it as we speak. He sent her a Samuel Adams shirt in yes. the mail. What's it say on the back? I forget. It says, for the love of beer on the back. So we oh, love yeah. that. It for fits great. For the love great. of beer, for the love of Sam Adams. <laughs> Eat it, Sully. <laughs> and you said it's great. You said it's really oh, soft. it's so soft. It's not like a normal t-shirt. I mean, it's a T-shirt, it's but a t- the yeah. material is so soft. Right. I love it. All right. Roxy, stop touching yourself. Okay. <laughs> Next, we're going to say thank you for Tim and Becca Wildsmith for taking the time to meet us. In person. I mean, they were in town over the weekend. They apparently do this every year, yep. I guess, because uh, I believe he proposed to her here mm-hmm. in New York City. And yep. so they make a little pilgrimage here every year. Yep. And they do different things every year. Mm-hmm. So nice. They came to see my show. Yep. Cheek to cheek this past Saturday. So that was really nice. I think they enjoyed it. At least they said they did. Yeah, they and then we kept them nice. up until past 1 a.m. Then we kept them up <laughs> till like 1.30 yeah. or 2 a.m. by the time probably they got back to their hotel. Yeah. And uh, come to find out, lots of we didn't know about Mr. Tim Wildsmith and Becca both. Yeah, they're not night owls. They don't stay out late. They don't do that. Right. So that was interesting, first of all. We, of course, went to Hurley's. Yep. Good times there. Yep. And it was just really great. There is so much. They are coming back on for five mediocre minutes soon. Absolutely. There is so much that we did More. not know about. Uh-huh. First of all, Sneaky Tall. I'm just going to throw that in there. I thought. <laughs> and then Tim has these like tattoo arm sleeve things. That's what they're called, right? Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like the artwork on his arms is just fantastic. Yeah. I mean, and he there's meaning Would behind them all. Would not have known that. Would not have known that really. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess if you looked at enough pictures, probably on Facebook, maybe mm-hmm. or you'd, you'd kind of get to know that. But then he also has a interesting hobby that we're going to tease until the five mediocre minutes, which I was like, how did that not come up in our interview? He's like, yeah, I know. I don't remember how it didn't come up. But anyway, so great time by all. That brings me to a new thing. Littles, if you are coming and look, we don't, you know, we don't try to push this, but if you are coming to see our shows, I mean, we know Roxy is going to be at Radio City Music Hall soon, starting in November. I'm currently doing a production of Cheek to Cheek here in the city. Please reach out wtfcpodnet at gmail.com. Reach out to me. If you are considering coming to the show, because I have a little friends and family, and I say slash littles <laughs> discount code. It's not really a code. It's a link that I have to send you to then go purchase tickets. Yep. 
And I think it's almost 50% off. I really do. It's a friends and family little benefit. So let me know. And I do know we, we're actually having uh, this weekend, I think we're having a bunch of littles come yeah. into town. But please, please, please get reach out to me so I can give you that oh, code. Oh, yeah. And we would love to just meet you in person. And Absolutely. Grab a drink and yeah. hang out. And yeah. But I up. felt bad, if I'm being honest, the first one that said they tweeted out or something saying, hey, I'm coming to see Cheek to Cheek. They had already bought their tickets yeah. and I felt bad because I was like, oh, I could have gotten you a really good discount. And I guess I never said that on the podcast. So I want to make sure I put that in there. So more announcements. Make sure you get your Toy Hall of Fame entries in. Yep. We've been getting a lot of those. Some we've been reading, actually, because the whole email is just funny. Mm-hmm. But we're also just getting the entries. That's all you need to do is just write to us. Go to our website. Write to us. Just make sure you put in there the three choices of the three that you think are going to get in. Not necessarily, I mean, you can go either way. You can go your favorites. Like but, I did. But the contest is the three that are chosen and the one that comes closest to matching all three. Wins. Uh, hopefully you'll get all three. So make sure you do that. And next, now we have an announcement from Claire Natola. Now, this one's really important. I think it was either this last episode or maybe it's this current episode where we interviewed someone. We asked them, do you have a chatter t-shirt? Mm-hmm. And they said, no, we don't have a chatter shirt at all. Well, now is your chance. We have some chatter polos, I believe they are. Yep. And you can, it's, I'm just going to read it to you. It says, own a piece of chatter history. It's a raffle. We're putting on a raffle and all the money is going to benefit Rocco's Warriors. We've done this type of thing in the past where we do these charity events and stuff like that. And for those of you who are unfamiliar, Rocco's Warriors assists families with the financial burdens that come with caring for a child diagnosed with cancer. Rocco's Warriors was established in memory of Robert Berg's nephew, Rocco, who passed away from leukemia in 2019 at the age of two. We will have a raffle to give away these shirts, all of which are size large. One is black and four are blue. A $5 donation to Rocco's Warriors will get you one chance to win. The more you donate, the more chances you have to win. And then so she goes into it. Basically, you have to have your donation to Rocco's Warriors in any multiples of five by 11.59 p.m. on Monday, October 3rd. So that's coming up soon. Okay. So there's many ways to do this. You can make a donation to Rocco's Warriors. You can use PayPal or Venmo. Rocco's Warriors PayPal handle is at Rocco's Warriors NP. That's Nancy Paul. Rocco's Warriors NP. The Venmo handle is at Rocco28. Rocco, the number 28. And if they ask for a verification code, it is 8148. If you do not have PayPal or Venmo, you can reach out to Claire for an address and she'll let you know where you can send a check. Now, this is the important part. What you need to do is after you make your donation, no matter how many they are in multiples of five, you email Claire at Claire.Natola at gmail.com. That's C-L-A-I-R-E dot Natola, N-A-T-O-L-A at gmail.com by 12.05 Eastern on Tuesday, October 4th with a screenshot showing the amount of your donation. So if you donated $20 on Venmo, just take a screenshot and then she'll hook you up with four raffle numbers, okay? And she will reply to your email with your raffle numbers before 7 p.m. on Tuesday, October 4th because the drawing will take place that evening, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday, October 4th. And it'll all be random. She goes into how they're going to draw the winning numbers. It'll be a random group on a spreadsheet and then she'll have a, a number generator mm-hmm. do all that for her. That's so so cool. it's all for a good cause. And it's, she does say as long as both blue and black are available at the time when you win, you'll get your choice of color and stuff like that. Like we said, it's all for a good cause. So, and all the money is going to Rocco's warriors. So we love that. Yeah. All right, next. And we're not going to go too deep into this because Roxy and I had a rough week. Fantasy football. Ugh. Yeah. We both lost our games in the loyal littles fantasy football league. However, mm-hmm. however, in the Loyal Littles podcast fantasy group. Now, that's the guillotine league. Yep. We did really well. 
We've been kind of towards the bottom. We just beat the cut the first week. Yep. Then we moved up a couple spots. Well, this week, Roxy, we came in third. Ooh. So we were pretty high up. We were the best out of our co-hosts. Game Uh, on. We were just ahead of Tiny Chuck, the Mahomies. Mm -hmm. And I forget where uh, Ritz finished. Uh, He's the Tuna Melters. He was a little bit lower. Not terrible. Yeah. But we definitely finished above them. And that's really where the true competition comes in here. So anyway, so we did well there. Unfortunately, we had to say goodbye to someone, as we do every week, and we hate that. It was Greg Sheremita. If you feel have interesting, pit- because he beat me in the Loyal Littles oh, fantasy league. Oh, I didn't realize that's who you were playing. Uh huh. Now the real interesting news, and some Littles, some loyal listeners have been waiting all year already for this, but it's happening right here in week four. Roxy, Chuck, fantasy football game on. I play you. We play each other this week in fantasy football for the Loyal Littles Fantasy Football League. So this is going to be a lot of fun. There might be a little bit of trash talking being done on Twitter. We'll see. Yeah, it's looking really close and right now. Well, I haven't even looked at it, it yet. It looks like you're projected to beat me, but you never know. No, you just never. Not in fantasy football. Our players that's for sure. need to show up. That's for sure. And then we're going to end with this. It's a tiny little suggestion. Now, where did that come from? There's all these things these new listeners have Eric no Londrigan. idea. Yes, Eric Londrigan. Episode three, I believe, something like that. Four. Oh, episode four? Yes. Oh, he's episode four. Oh, Joe Arrow was three. Yes. I almost have, I, it's crazy, 175. Ep- Did I say this is our 175th episode? What? That's crazy. Shut the front door. <laughs> exactly. So episode four, Eric Londrigan, we were coming up with a thing where we were like, I, it felt weird because Roxy's known as the tiny because as we said, we gave them the name, the tiny, the people who put up with us littles. So they're the tinies, we're the littles. So he came up with this. A tiny little suggestion, and we love that. And this one comes from Todd Decay, episode 115. And this goes back to when I was like bitching about how much postage was these days. Because <laughs> we're, you know, we're sending out all these little treats and stuff. By the way, I don't think we'd mentioned it this episode, but lots of mediocre prizes you can win yeah. for the Toy Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Game. So when we ship those we're out, ready. they cost a lot. Well, he gave us these two websites. One is pirateship.com. I've never heard of this. Huh. And apparently it's really great and it saves you money on postage. Interesting. It's, it almost sounds like it's one of those, uh, what's the ones where you never have to go to the post office again? Stamps.com? Uh, yeah, I think something so. like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. It sounds very similar to that. But then he said, you'll save some shipping money by using this one, shipner.com, if you prefer FedEx. So I oh. guess they take FedEx packages, but you can print the, the labels and the shipping off of shipner.com. And the other one was pirateship.com. It's all about ships. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's our shipping. tiny little suggestion for episode 175. Wow. Unbelievable. As always, We have a wonderful Meet the Littles guest coming up. But first, stay tuned for yet another big announcement. And we'll be right back with Meet the Littles. This is Craig Jones, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Chuck. Did you hear we got yet another discount code? (gasps) Shut the front door. No, Aaron's Books is owned by Todd Dickinson. Episode 149. A longtime TK Little as a special for our listeners, any little or big, who buys from Aaron'sBooks.com gets 15% off their order. Whoa, baby. That's Aaron with an A. Aaron'sBooks.com. A-A-R-O-N-S-B-O-O-K-S.com. Be sure to enter the code LLPOD in the comments box at checkout for your discount. One more time, that's Aaron'sBooks.com. And be sure to use the code LLPOD. LLPOD. 
Use the code. Don't be a dope. I guess I'm wrong too much to be true. The devil breaks your heart, but I lie to you. We are being played in this episode by a good friend of the podcast, Dante Mazzetti. And this song is called Hey Now. Dante does a lot of performing all over New York City. If you like what you hear, head on over to iTunes, SoundCloud, all the places you get your music, and just search Dante Mazzetti. That is D-A-N-T-E-M-A-Z-Z-E-T-T-I. You can also head on over to Facebook and become a fan of his Facebook page. Or the best place to find all his stuff is just head on over to his website, DanteMazzetti.com. And as always, we'll play the full song, Hey Now, at the end of the podcast. All you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And Roxy, I know I say it all the time, another fun one. This is someone new that came on our radar very recently. Yep. He's a newbie to basically the TK world too as well, Mm -hmm. but we're going to get all into that. Please welcome to the podcast, Josh Abelman, aka Honest Larry. Now we're going to get into that. You said call you Josh though, right? That's fine. Yeah, Josh is good. Okay, great. All right. Well, take a quick second. Introduce yourself to all the loyal littles out there. Okay, my name is Josh Abelman. I'm also known as Honest Larry on Twitter. First and foremost, I'm an unapologetic Boston sports homer. Yeah. Uh, about 20 minutes south of Revere. Ah. Um, Love it. I'm a high school special education teacher in real life. Um, I've also worked in juvenile corrections. I've worked at Elias Sports Bureau, and I've worked police athletic league in New York City. But as of now, I'm a teacher. And for fun, I'm Honest Larry on Twitter where I am a Boston Celtics tweeter, but all Boston stuff and basically all sports. I mean, I'm a sports fan through and through. All right. So we basically have nothing to talk about. We should just... (laughs) Yeah, we should stop it here. I mean, just stop it here. No, because there's a lot about us that you don't know. Right. We're based in New York City, but we're diehard Boston Red Sox fans. Yep. I'm I'm also based in New York City. We're New Jersey and a diehard Oh, oh okay. Now, take us way back. Where did you go to school, and did you always want to be a teacher and all that kind of stuff? Yes. So I grew up in Belmont, Mass., like near Cambridge, uh-huh. right, right outside, like five minutes from Harvard, but in Belmont. I went to George Washington University at first. Um, school didn't take the first time around, uh-huh. <laughs> but I did start as an education major. I wrestled at GW. I got hurt. One thing led to another, and I didn't finish. And I ended up later in life going to Rutgers University and oh. getting... um. My bachelor's in history and master's in education. Oh, cool. So And became a teacher from there. But in the middle, I worked in juvenile corrections for a very long time in Massachusetts in group homes. And I became director of this and that. But as time went on for their accreditation, they needed their directors and administrators to have degrees, which is understandable. Mm. I didn't have one at the time. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got pushed out. And then that's when I went back to school to get my formal education, become a teacher. Okay. And where'd you say you're located now? 
I'm in West Milford now. We just moved in the pandemic. It's up. To, it's an hour north of the city, but we lived in Hoboken for 20 years. Oh wow! Okay. So I was working in the city at first, and then now I teach in um, Hudson County as well. Okay, oh, interesting. And go into the corrections thing a little bit. Okay, I worked in group homes, so they would come out of lockup. Okay. They would come out of juvenile gotcha. detention. They would come to us in the group homes, where it was a residential treatment facilities. Mm-hmm. There was a school in place. There was, they lived there, and then if they did well, they went home. If they didn't, they went back. Mm-hmm. And so I, I started off as a counselor, just a residential boots on the ground counselor, and worked my way up to become director of residential life. That has to be. So challenging, but also so rewarding. A hundred percent. It's great. Yeah. And you and you learn a lot. The boots on the ground counselors in those types of situations, I, I give all the credit in the world to. Yeah. It is tough. It is sometimes soul draining, but like you said, sometimes it's so rewarding. You have that same, moment where the you're same like, breath. yeah, this is why I do what I do. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's amazing. hundred percent. Yeah. And, and then, but lives. then I always knew I wanted to be a teacher and it seemed like a a good transition point. Cool. I mean, and just lucky enough to have those moments. A lot. There's so many jobs out there where you just never have that moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the kids are great. And half the time they're there. I mean, they, like we always used to say to them, there's no excuse for what you're doing. Mm-hmm. However, they're brought up in horrible situations to start with yeah. one way or the other. And so you, when you see them turn themselves around, it's so great. Yeah. So inspiring. Yeah. I love <laughs> Thank it. You. I Thank love you. it. I love it. I love it. Now, why don't we dive right into this? Because this is kind of one of the things that attracted to me was your tw- your Twitter page a little bit. And okay. how did the name come about and all that stuff? Okay. So at one part of my life, I was Josh Q. Public. I was a blogger and oh. I had a Twitter page. The blog no longer exists. You can find it on the Wayback Machine on Internet Archives if you care that much, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's there, but it, but it no longer exists in the regular internet universe. But then I was making videos where I was putting music to it. Like I'd show Larry Bird, but I put my own music, you know, not my own. And the uh, Twitter copyright police shut me down. Yeah. Right. And so then I said, well, I'm going to reinvent myself. I'm just going to do Celtics. That's what I want to do. I want to be a Celtics Twitter. I think I can do better at this. And so me and my wife were actually, she, we were driving to the lake from, she picked me up at my high school and we're driving up here and we're just, I'm just throwing out names. And then honest Larry, just one thing that came out, she goes, I love it. And so <laughs> that was that. It was honest Larry. Well, clearly because of Larry Bird. Yeah. Right. Okay. But that's where it came from. Wow. And I knew okay. I couldn't use my own name. Uh-huh. So Larry came from Larry Bird and we were just trying to think of funny names that I could do a Celtics tweet account, but kind of, I'm old, I'm 57. So that reflects my fandom. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah. Now you're all Boston fan across the board, or are there differences there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. 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 My my four teams are the other. I mean, I have other seconds and guys I like, but no. I'm sure. Boston. Okay. Roxy's in the same boat. Yep. Basically. Yeah. I'm all over the yeah. place. I am a diehard Red Sox fan, but yeah, other... I don't really follow basketball and hockey too much. But you ask me, what's your team? Obviously, the Celtics yeah. and the Bruins. Right. They're in so. the playoffs. Did you grow up in Boston, Roxy? No, my dad did. Oh, your dad. Yeah, okay. and then he moved down to Connecticut, met my mom, raised my brother and I in Connecticut, and raised us on the Boston side. We were. I have an issue with Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Um, pick one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you can't be New England if you're not. Right. So here's the thing. I grew up in Fairfield County, which is closest to New York. To here. To right. here, to New York City. So yes. growing up, it was split. In that, in my area growing up, it was split between Boston and Mets, Yankees, Giants, Patriots, whatever, all of that. 
But the further north and the further, the closer you get to Massachusetts, the more Boston it gets. So I think it's really just my pocket that I grew up in. I think Hartford is the dividing line, no? Yeah, it is. Yeah. But I think yeah. the there's a lot of split in Fairfield County. Yeah. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. So I had friends growing up that were like talking about Jeter, and I'm like, ugh. Give me, <laughs> give me any of the Red Sox Good. players. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but we've said this on the podcast before. We respect. We yeah. hate the Yankees, but we respect. Yeah. I, so. I do not. I can't do <laughs> okay. it. I can't okay. for you, sir. <laughs> I can't go in with both feet on that one, but <laughs> God love you guys. <laughs> no, that's great. We just I always say I'm a baseball fan first, then a Red Sox fan. So meaning I like think- look, I live in New York City. I what can I do? I still walk around with my Red Sox hat on and I get crap for it all the time, but Meaning, I just love baseball. I love baseball yeah. games. So I Same. was, I always brag. I was there for Jeter's three thousandth. Yeah. So when Yankee fans get in my face, I'm like, "Were you there?" I'm like, "A real fan would have been there for his three thousandth hit. I was there. <laughs> so shut up." <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, I I have a running gag. Um, I have a bunch of running gags, but one of them is Nomar's better. If I see a tweeter, if I see a Jeter tweet, or I see a Nomar tweet. I'm always tweeting, subtweet, no miles better. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> love it. Mine, I don't think I've told this story before on the podcast. So I always get crap all the time. You know, now it's not been so bad the last decade, I no. will admit, for obvious reasons. We've had a very good turn of events, not recently, but in the last decade. And when I first got here and people would give me crap for it, I had this great story where I would always just tell them, 2004. Do you remember 2004? And I love telling the story because it brings up a very sore wound. subject for the Yankees. <laughs> right, but I tell them, I'm like, we were up three nothing. Did you think we were going to lose that? Did you think they were going to win four straight? I didn't. And so my dear friend who's a Red Sox fan, he said, he goes, oh, we're coming back. I'm like, dude, if you come back, I will wear a Red Sox hat for the rest of my life. <laughs> and I go, and here we are. So and they're like, dude, yeah. I'm so sorry. That sucks. I'm like, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. That's the story that's I tell. That's great. <laughs> and they buy it. And they buy it it's every hilarious. time. And they feel suckers. bad for me. Because and... Yankee fans are suckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now wait a minute. We do have a lot of Yankee fans. Alienate some careful. people. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. It's all it's all in fun. Hopefully they know that. That they're suckers or that we're kidding. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how the, the ratings go on this episode. And right, then we'll, right. I'll, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> All right. Now, you talk about basketball specifically. Where do you lie with Bill Simmons? Are you a Bill Simmons fan? I'm a fan. Well, Bill Simmons, he's the godfather of all this stuff. Right, sure. Mm-hmm. Right. And when he was the best, he was the best. Yeah. I don't follow him every day, all day. I listen to some of his podcasts. Yeah, on The Ringer, right. Yeah. Right. And I listen. To, if he's talking Celtics, I'm going to listen. Yeah. yeah. If he's talking Red Sox, I'm going to listen. Sure. Absolutely. I don't care about the NFL betting stuff. That doesn't interest me. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, but yes, I'm not a devotee as I once was. But some people, there's been real animosity that have turned against him. I'm not there either. Yeah. I love it when he has Cousin Sal on and they talk Yankees Red Sox. I love that when they that, go. That's he, great. That because yeah. that's that's the real stuff. Yeah, exactly. And yep. that's who he is, and that's and that at its core is great. All those games he was at that he talks about, uh-huh. I was at. Yeah, my brother used to drag me before Bird to like the Collins games when they stunk, and we'd pay three dollars to sit in the second balcony and we could move down to the floor basically because mm-hmm. nobody was going. Yeah. Right. I'm the youngest of four boys, six kids. My two oldest brothers bought Seasons Birds rookie year together. And because I used to go to all the crappy games, I got to be first alternate. So I went to a ton of those games. So I wasn't, I mean, I think Bill was at all of them. Yeah. But I was at a bunch of them. I never got to go to game sevens, but I would go if there was a game two 
home game I was going. Right. But I went to a ton of regular season games. So I do really have a connection with Bill and the Celtics. But I was at the same games as him, and I have the same passion. If you were there for those Larry Bird games, that Boston Garden was electric. Yeah. Yeah. Literally shake. You thought it was going to collapse on your head at times. Just a great place to be. Yeah. Yeah, That's amazing. To see a legend like that, that's so cool. Yeah. And And so you become a fan for life. You just can't help it at that point. Right. You're hooked. And the same with the Celtics for me. They would drag me. I remember 77 was the first year that we, we went to just about every home Red Sox game, sat in the bleachers. We would take the bus from Watertown Square, the 57 bus to Kenmore Square, pay $2, I think it was, for the bleachers. There was no advanced sales, so if you got there the day of the game, you'd wait in line and get you. And, and we were there for just about every home weekend game that year, and they were just smashing home runs. Yeah. And it was so great. So. Red Sox Celtics are my first love, just kind of like Simmons. So I think that's why I still like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love it when he comes on PTI, too. I know a lot of people don't like him. No, I do. But, yeah, I love it when he's – I'm here with Uncle Tony. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think he's great. I mean, he knows, he does his homework. He knows his stuff for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, listen, we still have to get into a lot of stuff. we got to hear all okay. about the Tony Maybe fandom. But we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with – Meet yep. the Littles. This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Rox. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And we're lucky enough to have Honest Larry with us, a.k.a. Josh. And took a little break there. And so I was thinking about this. So what was that like? Because I dated growing up some Yankee fans. And I'm always curious. Now, you said your wife is a Yankee fan. So how did that all start? Was that okay? Is she a diehard baseball fan or? No, no, not Okay, at all. so I that mean, helps. She is, she's a Yankee fan. It's good-natured poking at each other. Okay, good. Like, because I'm always, if I'm home and the Red, the baseball game's on, if it's the Red Sox Yankees and she looks up and sees the score, she'll give me, you know. Yeah. But other than that, it's not that bad. Oh, okay. Um, okay. If, when the Yankees were really good, it was a little worse. Right. <laughs> Well, I mean, how long have you been together? So we've been married 16 years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So been so together been 17. Yeah. Been together 17. So you've so, been through both. You started when we were really bad, and then you went through the whole shift of we got pretty good, and they were pretty, you know, so that's good. Right. Okay. And now we're shifting again. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, but no, it's And she'll still, she's still a Yankees fan, but she's not watching games. She's not following the box gotcha. scores. Gotcha. Right. Okay. All right, so that makes it easier yeah. a little bit. Yes, so. yes. She's not a huge sports fan. She loves going to games, but not so much on TV. Okay. Gotcha. All right. And so I assume you've been to both Yankee Stadium and Fenway Park? Yeah, I've been to Fenway, like I said, a ton. I usually go to one Red Sox-Yankees game a year. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Anyways, maybe more, but if, but always one anyways. Yeah, yeah cool. Yep. All right, well, now we were excited to hear this. Obviously, you're a newbie to the Loyal Littles podcast, which was exciting to hear. Mm-hmm. But you, in the right. off-air, you were telling us how you're basically a newbie to the TK show as well. Well, correct. Because Okay, so I went to school, like I said before, at GWU. Back then, it was just about 85 to 89-ish. Back then, there was no internet. There was no ESPN. Right. All we had was the Washington Post. Sure which was a great sports section, but the Globe sports section, we had Peter Gammons, Bob Bryan. We, yeah. we had some, and so I naturally turned to the Washington Post, but they weren't, Tony was there with Tom Boswell doing the Orioles, so they were good too. So that's all we had. And then we had the USA Today, we'd read the box scores, and the, you know they had the blurbs every day about your team, but that's all you could get, making George Michael's sports machine, right, mm-hmm. in D.C. That's all we had to get news. And so Tony, he's a great writer, so you, yeah. you're drawn to him. 
I mean, he was the guy you read all that. I think he was wrote two or three days a week and once on Sundays, I think. And he was great. And you look, I looked forward to his columns. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I moved back to Boston after that. So now he's done. <laughs> there was no internet Washington Post. Right. <laughs> right. And there was no me getting his radio show where I was. And so he kind of fell up and then he came on PTI and I was like, oh, there he is again. Mm-hmm. And I love PTI, and I agree with Tony more than any other talking head out there, more or less. Mm-hmm. Like the things he says, I'm usually on board with. Yeah. Usually. And like him, I'm not a podcast guy. I'm not a, but then I, we moved to West Milford from Hoboken, and I'm still working in Hudson County. So I'm driving an hour each way. Mm. And so now I start, this is, this happened pandemic. We were in Hoboken, then the pandemic hit, and we moved up here. And so now that I'm driving all the time, I listen to Tony. As soon as I heard it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's why I liked him so much. And it's just great. It's just so compelling. Every like, I, I don't care about the Nationals. I don't really care about. Oh, I just started golfing, but I don't really care about golf. But he, but the way he talks about it, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I actually misspoke, I guess. Then, so you knew TK from PTI days when that started, and even before I knew him from gotcha, the Washington right, Post, from the Post days. Right. Okay. So I misspoke. So I, you're a newbie to the podcast, not mm-hmm. to TK. Correct. Right. Gotcha. Correct. I'm new to that, to that media. But yeah, yeah. No, but Bill, PTI, I, and I, I, I'm a regular watcher all the time. It's the only ESPN show I probably watch anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, us too. Yep. yep. She will sit here and watch it with me during dinner. I have to see if they make it in time for the buzzer. She, that's her biggest. <laughs> that's her biggest <laughs> and they never do. That's but her biggest sometimes puppy. they're better than others. Yeah. <laughs> and and Will Pond's great too for that matter. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah, I have my, I don't, I'm not a hater. I don't, you know, I'm not saying I hate anybody. But I just personally, that show, I think, should just be done when they're done. Yeah. I get that there's the subs and, you know, look, I mean, Phil and Frank, it's fine. Yeah, I, I don't watch those ones. Yeah. Tony's I mean, that's, on. If Tony's hard. on, I'll watch. But you know what? If it's Wilpon and someone else, I might not. Yeah. 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 But if it's Tony and someone else, I still will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, we're the same way. I mean, it's just, but to me, overall. Well, Simmons, I'll watch. Well, there's been rumors that, you know, oh, who's going to take over when both of them are ready to retire or whatever. And I'm just like, eh. Well, I don't think Tony's going to retire. I know, right? I yeah. hope. Well, we hope not. But I hope not. I mean, his thumb's pretty good. Yeah, I'm surprised that I don't know what's. Well, that'll probably be with the podcast, but I don't know about if he would ever bump up to PTI or anything like yeah. that. You know, with the no, no, but something. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Well, I don't let's know. just enjoy him while we have. Yeah, him. I mean, it's. Oh uh, yeah, I agree, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, I, I never knew there was more than three days a week till you said it because I never listened to him pre-pandemic. Oh, right. right. So he was on five days a week. Five days yep. a week. Oh, that's fantastic. I missed out. All right. So now be honest. I've been dying to know this because I can only imagine how much trouble do you get in on Twitter? (laughs) For what per se? I don't know. Twitter for, is just very, I just have there's a, feeling. a lot of drama that happens for, on oh, Twitter. For the, anti, like. for the anti-Yankee stuff or for whatever? I guess, yeah, just in general. I don't argue. I, I'm not that guy. Yeah, okay. good. If someone becomes rude or swearing, I just block it. I, I'm, I'm not going to go back and forth. I hype the people who say nice stuff and uh-huh. I <laughs> disengage with the people. Oh, good for you. If it's a real discussion about something. Yeah. Sure, but there's so much venom and vitriol and yeah. on yeah. Twitter that I just don't do it. Yeah. Okay. It's not. I do this because I like it. Because it's fun. I post the stuff that makes me, that I enjoy. Yeah. And I think people who follow me know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what I was gonna say. You, you have a huge presence on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I noticed. Yeah, I, I've been lucky. Yeah. Peter Veshi took a liking to me very early on and started retweeting my stuff, and that gave me a boost. Cool. Ah, I see. Rex Chapman lately. Oh, nice. And so those guys help. Those two were, were real. And this other guy, I don't know if you know, it's at Sig is his handle, Tom's old time. 
their big presences and they took a liking to me early for whatever reason. And then it went from there. Yeah. Wow. wow that's great. So. And again, I don't get into the negative stuff. So, and I don't get into any politics. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Whatever I believe doesn't matter. You right. Know, yep. That's not what this is. This is sports, pure and simple. Some like TV stuff, but sports. Yep. Do you have a favorite TV show? Now, we're watching Outlaws right now. I don't know if it's my favorite show, but it's what we're watching with gotcha. um, Christopher Walken. Oh, okay. wow. Cool. Because we do a lot of TV talk on our show here. Oh, so. we watch a lot. Of, we watch everything. Believe it or not, I'm a Bachelor fan from the beginning. Oh, really? Geez. All right. <laughs> and nice. American Idol from the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Are you a Survivor fan? No, but my one of my best friends is, and he yeah. just keeps trying to get me on board. Oh, yeah. So good. But we, they did uh, La Cheesery. Didn't La Cheesery yes. show up on a Survivor? Rick Devins. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yep, Roxy did get me a birthday shout out. What was that? A cam- I got um, it was a cameo, right? Yeah, Rick yeah. Devins is on cameo, so I got him to give Chuck here a birthday shout out. So he like sang the mailbag song, and then he brought in some survivor. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah. It was a really, really great, well done video. Yeah, I, I yeah. should post that sometime. Yeah, he's I never so did because good. that was back when we hadn't really even started. Right, and we didn't know if we wanted people knowing who we actually were and right. stuff like that. And he seems to have so much fun doing these videos for people. Yeah, it's, know what yeah. you gotta do. Kind of like the La Cheeserie thing at the Syracuse game. You're going to have like meet and greets, like a New York City one. Oh, we do. One. Oh, oh so sir, you're new good. to this. This is really good. Do you know about Summer of Littles and Jingle Fest? I know about Jingle Fest. Okay. I heard about, but I did not know about Summer of Little. Okay. So we every, now. sadly, we just had our Summer of Littles yeah. at the beginning of yeah, August clearly. for this it's year. It's every August. Every August, Bob Walsh, who lives in Connecticut, he puts it all together. So there are meet and greets for littles all around the country, all around the world. And he finds people in different cities and states to volunteer to host. Chuck and Roxy here, we host with his daughter Maeve here in the city. We've done that for the last two years. And then anyone who's in the area who hears about Summer of Littles goes to the location and just has a good time meeting people and hanging out. And now with the podcast, we've had a bunch of times where if we know a a couple or more or three or four Littles are coming into town, we'll do a meetup and we'll invite other Littles. Yeah. Like a gathering. Yeah. So that'd be great. Yeah. Real quick history. The Summer of Littles, when he did five days a week and then he would just take the summers off. The August, the beginning of August, was right. like the exact middle point of where we had to wait another month before he would start again over Labor Day or just after Labor Day. So that right. was where Summer of Littles came from. It was it like a little broke midway up, point between broke the, up the Tony's break. The moping around, right. We can all come together <laughs> right. and right, talk. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Commiserate. So yeah. we will definitely, anytime you're in the city, we would love to meet up and say hi. Well, I'm and, in Hudson County every day. Oh, okay. It's just a bus ride away from the city. We'll yeah. definitely have to hook it up. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, listen, we're almost out of time, but I don't okay. think you know this. I think we already said this, that they're the smart and funny. We're the fun and dumb. So we have our fun and dumb questions. Oh, and sure. we have some for you. So, Roxy, take it away. All right. Okay. I think maybe I know the answer, but maybe not. Who is your favorite athlete? Oh, Larry Bird. It is. Okay. I knew it. All right. Awesome. Yes. Now, if he had said Derek Jeter, would you have even just... It's not even close. Where's Jeter? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's not on the top. He didn't make the top 10. Ah, okay. This could be interesting. If you could choose your own nickname, what would it be? Well, I like the nickname that my wife gave me is Crash. Crash? I bump into stuff. I smash. Okay. <laughs> I'm a, just like a, a walking disaster when it comes to that stuff. <laughs> You don't right, want no. to bring me. You don't want to bring me like into the, um, you know, the delicate store, the museum know, with, with all the right, 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 right. glass. <laughs> right. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Crash. So, so crash is pretty good. That's oh, awesome. Like that. That's awesome. <laughs> What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Huh. Oh, that's easy. Actually, that's easy. It has to be Brigham's. Uh huh. 
peppermint stick ice cream. Okay. Brigham. Do you guys know what Brigham's is? I no. do actually. I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brigham's peppermint stick is my favorite ice cream. Interesting. And do you, and you eat can it? only really get it back home in Boston? Yeah. Okay. My parents have gotten it in Connecticut. There was like a period of time where they could find it in the store all the time, and now it's very rare again. So. Brigham's used to be like Friendly's. That was a thing. Do you go to Friendly's? Do you go to Brigham's? Uh-huh. And then I don't, I don't think there are any more Brigham's anymore. There might be a couple. I don't know. I was going to say, I've but, never but even the, heard of it. They're good. But they still make the ice cream. Yep. Interesting. Yep. And do you eat it over the kitchen sink? Never. <laughs> <laughs> Not an animal. Right. Yeah, right? <laughs> All right. If someone made a movie about your life, would it be a drama, a comedy, a romantic comedy, action film, science fiction, horror, or documentary? Have to be a comedy, I would assume. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. What would you do if you were invisible for a day? <laughs> what would I do? Can I pick the day? Sure. sure. I'd go to the Super Bowl. Nice. Ah, okay. Do the Patriots have to be in said Super Bowl or just in general? Um, well, if, if I, yeah, but can I, I don't know how much power I have. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I don't know how many, can I get two superpowers? <laughs> sure. That's the thing. It's like, that's <laughs> what everyone always asks. Yeah. So, yes, I would go to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, Tom Brady's come back to the Patriots for his final year. Okay. Yeah. They get to the Super Bowl, and I'm on the sidelines next to him. Yeah. Gotcha. Are you still a fan of his now that he's moved? Oh, yeah. How can you? I don't, I don't understand that, yeah. that turnaround on him either. We got, well, I've never. The Patriots stunk. I don't understand. People are standing. I know. They were awful. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm all in on Tom Brady. Yeah. He can do no wrong. I remember he wore the Yankee hat when he was still a Patriot. I didn't care. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're all the Yankee hats you want, Tom. Well, this is how in uh, this is how in Roxy is, and you probably don't know about this, but there's multiple fantasy football groups. There's one for the Loyal Littles podcast. There's also one for the Littles in general. And right. she makes us draft Tom Brady with the first pick every time. Yeah. Why not? My, my fantasy football team forever was Brady Gaga. Oh, nice. nice. But, uh, but all I'm, <laughs> nice. I try to explain to her, I'm like, look, he's going to be around in the third round. I promise you. Let's get a running back or a wide receiver first. And she doesn't quite, she doesn't quite no, get I'm that all, concept. No, I, I'm behind Roxy on this one. <laughs> Thank you. Just... And the only time I've ever won a fantasy football league, I've had Tom Brady. Yep. All right. Yep. Okay. All right. If you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be? Bugs. Bugs. That's nice. popular. Very uh-huh. popular. Uh-huh. Well, you think... He always wins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So speaking of, would you rather be the best player on a team that always loses or the worst player on a team that always wins? I think of this question a lot because I was usually the worst player regardless. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I, I'd rather win. Yeah. I yeah. think I'd rather win. Like, I'm not, you know, Bradley Beal, king of the right. six <laughs> games. <laughs> Right. <laughs> nice. All right. If you could live in any TV home and or movie, where would it be? Oh, wow. Beverly Hillbillies, no? Oh, oh okay. Now, and would you want to live with or without the cast? Oh, with, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they were fun. <laughs> Wait, the cast or the character? The difference. I don't know if oh. I'm the, the, the characters. The episode, but I want to live with Jed Clampett. Okay. Yep, yeah, yep, the characters. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. One more, Roxy. All right. The Brady Bunch or the Partridge Family? Oh, Brady Bunch. Okay. Nice. Well, let's do some more rapid fire then. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Smooth. Cups. I like rapid fire. <laughs> That's smooth. Dan Burns' thing. Yeah, Dan right? Burns loves rapid fire. <laughs> Cups up or down in the cupboard? Up. Uranus jokes, not funny or never not funny? Always funny. Yeah, never not funny. <laughs> Love it. Star Wars or Star Trek? People are going to hate me. I'm not big on either. I would mm-hmm. go Star Trek if I had to choose. Okay. Okay. 
I'm not a sci-fi human. Yeah, yeah. And what about your kitchen sinks? Single or double? What do you prefer? What do I prefer? Single. Okay. Thank you. We have a single. I've never had a double. I can't really talk about a single for sure. Okay. I like that. All right, excellent. I'm all for the single sink. <laughs> all right, well, Josh, we can't thank you enough for coming on to Meet the Littles. This has been fantastic. Now, is there no, any... thanks for having me. I, I really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Is there anything we can plug for you? How can we find you? You're on, well, we know you're on Honest social media. Larry yep. one at Twitter. Perfect. Now, is that Twitter. the number one or... Spelled oh, The out. number one. The number one. Because it was already an Honest Larry. Ah. Believe it or not. And if I was smart, I would have done 33, but I'm not that smart. Ah. And now it's too late. And now mm. it's too late. That's okay. You're number one. <laughs> yeah, you're number one. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Honest Larry one. That's it. Okay. Love it. All right. So give him a follow over there. We'll make sure we put that in the show notes. And Honest Larry one, as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Under. Whoa. Really? My wife. Depend- yes. Okay. I'm under. My wife is over. So it's in my house. Clearly, it's always over. <laughs> but-, <laughs> but I'm an under. Okay. Does nice. she know this? Yeah. Okay. Care. All right. Well, well, I, well, I, didn't know. I didn't know if you've discussed this. <laughs> so there's no fights happening over the toilet paper. No, no, no. Yes, exactly. No. Good. Okay. Well, that's good. good. That's Not good. recently. Good. Yeah. I mean, it's bad enough you had the Yankees Red Sox thing. I now you've got an over under. But there's more. That's great. There's others. All right. <laughs> Love it. All right. Well, thanks again, Josh, for coming on the Loyal Littles podcast. We really appreciate the time. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You guys are the best. All right. Anytime. All right, all you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And thank you, Honest Larry, for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for your honesty. His honesty, but it was a little bit of a Homer type thing. But that's that's his thing. That's Listen, your stick. Every little has a story. <laughs> well, Doesn't look, we were enjoying it. <laughs> I was getting a little worried when he was like talking about the Yankee fans. But that's okay. That's okay. They give it right back to us. Absolutely. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, Roxy, we've got lots to get into. But first, let's get to our emails. Yeah. Now, we've got a few of these that we've selected. Why don't you go first? Okay, this is from Ed Butt, episode 51. He says, Chuck and Roxy, to quote TK, have you heard there's a documentary about the Eagles? Linda Ronstadt appears prominently. Well, to paraphrase TK, have you heard there's a documentary about Linda Ronstadt? There is, and I fell in love with her all over again. It was actually Jean McManus who first reminded me about her. At any rate, during the documentary, Linda tells about the day her agent called and asked, would you like to do an album of duets with Aaron Neville? Are you bleeping kidding me? Aaron Neville? Of course, anytime, any place. That's right, Linda F. Ronstadt was thrilled to get to sing with Aaron Neville. I'll send you a few YouTubes and you can see why. Ed Butt, episode 51. P.S. Isn't Shad great? Of course, Shad is fantastic. And that's where that came from because he was mentioning the Aaron Neville thing yeah. in his five mediocre minutes that we had an uh, episode ago. Yep. And okay, so it's so funny when you're reading that. You did a great job, first Thank of all. Thank you. But I so hear Ed Butt. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to take this time to remind our new listeners uh-huh. <laughs> who probably don't know this. We also accept voice memos. We do. If you would like to send us a voice memo. Now, I know I'm going to hate saying this because who I'm about to read, but you can send in voice memos. Just send it to our email or whatever, and we'll most likely play it. Yeah. We, we love those because yeah. Ed's done that a few times. And it's, it's also helpful to us to hear the inflection and the tone and also pronunciations. Sometimes, of yes, because as we know, Chuck is a dope here and can't pronounce things. But we get to the next email from Brandon Borzelli. <laughs> yes, that Brandon Borzelli. We got to meet you. And he writes, and I'm back. <laughs> 
I must say, listening to old podcasts is like a strange time machine. Generally, while listening, there isn't anything abnormal. Then, without warning, there was a reference to some TV show or Christmas, and I'm like, what are they talking about? And then I look at the show date, and it's December of 2020. The <laughs> ride is a mild roller coaster mentally. I could throw it back to you, though. Listening to Steve Osbolt's episode, that's episode two. Roxy, have you watched Son-in-Law yet? I sure have. She sure has. Becca. Becca. <laughs> I wouldn't find... He then writes, I couldn't find the pizza discussion via the search function. Dina, what up? Oh. Granted, searching on how do I eat my pizza probably isn't exactly what I'm looking for. <laughs> At the risk of running off the rails, I'm sure I'll take a shot. We're way beyond running off the rails. Yeah, sir. yeah. Okay. I eat my pizza with a fork and knife until I get down to the crust, and then I will pick it up and jam it down with my hands. <laughs> there is a reason I do it this way, which is the result of what I get on my pizza. Mm -hmm. Whole nother podcast, but here we go. Typically, I eat pizza that has large things on them, such as chicken. For example, I will eat slices of buffalo chicken pizza, barbecue chicken, honey mustard chicken, shrimp scampi, ziti, which you love. So good. And occasionally taco pizza. Ooh. If I've blown your mind, just settle down and visualize a perfect <laughs> triangle with slices of chicken parmigiana piled up on top. It's the only way to live. Slices of pepperoni is ancient. Now, okay, hold but on, it, it's sir. a classic. Hold on there, it's sir. It's a classic. Yes, thank you. It's thank iconic. you, Roxy. It's iconic. Thank you, Roxy. Well, what are we gonna? We're not gonna have anything left for his <laughs> when he meets the littles. But I'm sure we'll have a lot. <laughs> he says, "I was once challenged to eat a peanut butter and ranch dressing sandwich. Ew. It might surprise you to know it. It tastes absolutely disgusting. That Don't try it. That tracks. That could be a good dare. Okay. <laughs> on the topic of old episodes, does anyone hate where they are from as much as Jamie? <laughs> I don't think so. Is that episode six? I think I admire that kind of scorn for a piece of someone's childhood. Most people grow up and leave and look back and think, man, that was interesting growing up there, but not Jamie. It's refreshing. I've heard my town pronounced Lebanon, 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 or Lebanon. And he says, it's a complete crapshoot at this point. This concludes my diary entry today. Brandon Borzelli, Lebanon, 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 New Jersey. So, quick correction, Jamie is episode five. I was so Aloya close. A Loyal Little's Royal Wedding. Oh, yeah. Yes, I was episode so close. five, but... Can we just reference that real quick, the title? Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, because Chuck was so dumb, he did not know at the time that she is Robert Berg's wife. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. And she thought... And that, that was the wedding. That was the wedding that was at Chatter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but she thought that's why we were having her on. And no, we were just like, you're a little. Yeah. Well, as we said, every little has a story <laughs> to tell. We just didn't know it was going to also include Robert Berg. Mm -hmm. So that was very interesting. And then we, of course, had him on later. Right. Yeah. And then my second point, so littles, that is the perfect example of when a voice memo would come in real handy I don't for know. Us. We might be asking for trouble with to that, To hear <laughs> the different pronunciations of... I always refer to it as Lebanon, but then I met you and your family in Tennessee Lebanon. and they say Lebanon. They also say Lafette, not Lafayette or Lafayette. You know, I, Lafayette. yeah, that still blows my mind. Oh, me too. But yeah. Okay. I get yeah, it. That's the perfect example of a voice memo. I don't know. I don't know if we want to really helpful. encourage Brandon though from sending too many voice memos to the show. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, we're going to have a lot to talk about when right. he comes on the show. And that's soon, an example hopefully. of a very long email, but it was very entertaining. Yeah. It was very smart and funny. We mm -hmm. really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Even though we're the fun and dumb show. Then we have really short ones sometimes. And yes. we appreciate those too. Roxy. This is from Michael Kinslinger, episode TBD. Love the podcast. That's all it says. Love the podcast. Love the podcast. We love yeah. those too, Little. So Three words. Keep those emails coming in. <laughs> Three words or less. No, just kidding. 
So now Brandon says how he eats his pizza. I had some issue with that, but we won't go too deep dive into that. But I will say this because he says he uses a fork and knife. And I know a lot of people do yeah, that. Yeah, I've done that, especially if it's like super hot. Now. Still. Oh, OK. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. And he, I understand what he's Protect saying. If fingers. you have a lot of big chunky things on, it's hard to hold and it yeah. gets floppy. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's hard. Okay. You need a fork anyway. Yeah. OK. So as we said, we went out the other night with the Wildsmiths and yep. it was a great time. Oh, great yeah. Time. And we had some drinks and food. And I don't know why this blew my mind. And please don't hate me, Becca, for bringing this up. But I told you I was going to bring it up on the podcast. She ordered chicken fingers. Now, are they chicken fingers or chicken tenders? That's the first question, Littles. Email us in. Is there a difference? I think it's interchangeable. That's what I think. But I don't think that's right. I don't think it should be. I mean, especially on the kid menus, they say chicken fingers because kids like to say okay, that. But do chickens have fingers, first of all? They have claws, right? Talons. Talons, right. So why are we calling them chicken fingers? Chicken I don't talons. get it. I call them chicken tenders, okay? <laughs> so is this like a soda or a pop thing? It could be. You know, is this like a regional thing, like where you're from, blah, blah, blah? I'm very curious. kid versus adult. Maybe. Okay, anyway, the chicken tenders, because I, I think I our first both. chicken nuggets were like the first thing. Oh, that I makes sense. I love nuggets. Well, because they're small and tiny and little things. Okay, so these were chicken, I'm going to say tenders, maybe they were fingers, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're still, to me, it's a finger food. And all of a sudden, I look over, and Becca was sitting there with a fork and knife eating like, they weren't nuggets, they weren't that tiny, because that would have really surprised me but maybe she does that too becca do you eat your chicken nuggets with a fork and knife i mean if it's really hot and you can't wait for it to cool but off come on it's a finger you dip it in. anyway yeah. so i just had never seen that before and I've i done it. I, I felt bad because i felt like i embarrassed her she felt like weird <laughs> i was like no no no, it's fine i've just never seen that before so i was curious because these weren't like these are things that i would pick up with my hand dip yeah. them in. maybe that's because i'm a monster and i eat like that with my hands but. i've done it and it's usually it's more of the polite way to eat chicken tenders chicken fingers I guess but also if you've been around and you can't wash your hands or sanitizer although at this point at this day and age I think everyone has sanitizer it's like a cleaner way I was always just taught even by my mom the polite because chicken was the one thing that it was socially acceptable right out at a restaurant to eat with your hands right well and if you get a chicken leg you're gonna pick it up with your hands well no I've seen people if you get ribs you're gonna pick it up with your hands right oh that ribs is another good one Mm -hmm. yeah but you could easily just use your knife yeah if they fall off the bone then i would use a knife anyway we're gonna close the show out real quick roxy and i have been inundated with we forgot tv's back oh my gosh the fall is back just hit us and so fast i did so good last week you weren't here so that's why i was up to like 4 a.m watching all these shows for the new listeners chuck here is a avid crazy tv TV watcher watcher. and all the new shows are back out Mm -hmm. there's some new ones coming out Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of the old ones that are back and then we have these new hulu and disney plus disney plus we're mm -hmm. watching the hulk we luckily sprung is over for us yeah but She-Hulk is still out. And then there's this new one that my sister suggested. It's an older one, but it's with oh, Steve Martin. Oh, yeah. They're, Martin. they're in the second or third season yeah, now. Yeah. Only Murders in the Building. Yeah. And so we started that. But it's like, oh, my gosh, I've got so much. I'm like, why didn't you tell me this over the summer when there was nothing on? <laughs> well, We're, she did. She told us about The Old Man, that uh, show. Which, that was not mm-hmm. so good. I did try to finish that. But anyway, we've got just a ton. I mean, mm-hmm. we've got our Survivor. We've got Amazing our Race. Amazing Race. And I want to make sure I bring that one up specifically because Littles, I don't know, for the sports fans, I don't know if you're Amazing race fans but rex ryan is yep. on this season yep and he's with some guy he's I, with a friend of his a friend right todd or tim or something yeah so, so their, their team name is t-rex, T-Rex which okay. i think is super clever yeah so rex ryan on the amazing race and also two la ram cheerleaders it's a yep. guy and a girl mm-hmm. they're a team i guess because this was taped obviously well before the football season if right, it's airing now right 
So no spoilers. They're only we're only up to week two, yeah. so they're all still in it. But if you're into Rex Ryan <laughs> at all, you might want to check but it out. They seem like they're going to be a fun team if they last. Yeah, he's been bragging. He immediately went there when they introduced themselves. He's like, "Well, I was an NFL coach for the yeah. New York Jets, and I believe Buffalo as well." And mm-hmm. and he just went into like how he thinks he's going to be able to like manage well out there on the road right. and how I'm gonna you know stuff like that. It was just funny. But yeah, they did okay, and they they are a fun team to watch. Mm-hmm. So there's that. What else do you have your favorite? FBI's back. But FBI's my girl's not are there. back. She's coming back though. All right, okay. Missy Peregrim as Maggie. I'm a little disappointed. She's coming back. Two episodes. We haven't soon. seen her yet. She had a traumatic experience last season. So. Anyway. Well, and just for the new listeners, <laughs> these are the crushes that, oh, yeah. that Chuck and Roxy Maggie have. Maggie and OA, absolutely. Those are our TV crushes. Yeah. So <laughs> OA's been on every episode. I'm like, what the hell, man? Yeah. So <laughs> Maggie's not there. So I don't know if you, there's other FBI's too. There's FBI Most in, Wanted, in, FBI in, International. Yep. Yep. So uh, those are decent Most Wanted too. as another crush of mine. Yeah, McDermott. he's a new new character this mm-hmm. year. Well, he started li- late last season. A little rough around the edges. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Pretty fun. You don't get two, Roxy. You get the one. <laughs> you got to pick your, pick your, you know. Anyway, all right. <laughs> so, any other? Well, Bachelor in Paradise is uh, on. So, okay. yeah, yeah, there's that. that. All the drama there. Jared Freed. But I, I can't believe it. They're doing two nights every week. Oh, that's great. What is up with these editors? Well, two nights? Oh, my gosh. Well, too much. That's a lot of Bachelor. That is a lot. That'll be good because it'll give me time to watch The Cleaning Lady uh-huh. and, all, and Big, Big Sky, Sky. All these shows. Brea. That, oh, Brea. That's right. That one just came out this mm-hmm. week, too. So we're very excited. I also think Manifest is coming back on Netflix Yeah, for they're going to do a final season, season I guess. Mm-hmm. But, Which I liked that one, too. Too much TV. All right, Roxy. We're out of time. Lots of announcements today. But oh, that's yeah. okay. Anything for the littles. All in for the littles. Yep. Right? Kevin Stanfield. Kevin Stanfield. Uh-huh. All in for the littles. Episode 25. Yes. Oh. <laughs> um, time to get out of here. Tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. You can go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. Everything is there. Email, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And remember, if you listen to us on Apple and iTunes, make sure you go over there and give us a nice rate and review. We really appreciate it there. Don't forget, if you need a grip for your stick, go to stickgrip.com. Oh, or if you need fog-free eyewear, go to fogfreeeyewear.com. I threw her. I got you. you. Sure I did. got you. I, now, also, make sure you go to aaronsbooks.com. This is a new one. A-A-R-O-N-S-B-O-O-K-S.com. You'll get 15% off your order if you use the code. Use the code. LL Pod. Bye. <laughs> I can't go in with both feet on that one. I guess I'm wrong too much to be true. The devil breaks your heart. But I lie to you I guess I'm wrong too much My heart's in stone Please let me go Just let me
Well, a drunken beggar cries. The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Nomar's better. Oh, yeah.